Hey y'all, it's Delaney. And it's Katie, and this is Classically Black Podcast. Where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. With trap beats playing up, uh, with, with trap beats playing in a, uh, with trap beats playing in a, uh, with trap beats playing in a, uh, 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 okay. <laughs> background, with trap beats in the background. Oh, okay. That's, that's what it is. For the yep. new listeners, if we're still getting those. Well, you know what? <laughs> You're welcome and welcome. I feel like if I clicked on the classical music podcast and I heard that as the opener, I'll be like, "Oh, they lit." How's that? But I'm also forty five seconds. Oh, uh, this is the unabridged version of the intro. That's no. I'm just like, dang, time flies. I time be flying, and mm-hmm. especially me be doing nothing. So okay, especially <laughs> done. I felt right when I. Um, was about to start. I felt like I needed to sneeze. I was like, no, Mm-mm. because we restarted this episode a bunch of times because there's a frog in my throat that keeps riveting right when I say, "Hey, y'all, Stellani." So, well, we're here now. We are lit, and we are here to talk about classical music. Jace, wait, today? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's definitely yeah. classical music. Jace. Yeah, I don't. Mm, we'll see. But last week was good in classical music, so I don't even remember what we talked about. So film, film. All right, period. But I don't remember what the intermission was. So proceed. Oh, was that the following your dreams one? <laughs> yep. So. I mean, if but if you're listening to this episode, then more than likely, if you're not a first time listener, you listened to last week, and you know how we get down. Nothing but debauchery and foolishness. Right. And a little bit of classical music. No. About 80%. 80% what? Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay. I feel like we do like 70% classical music. You don't think so? Delaney, if we did if we did less than that, it would just be podcasts. And sometimes we do podcasts. I was about to say. But I feel like we be... Because I feel like at the Every time we go to plan episodes, we gotta be like, how can we twist this around to classical music? If we was just doing podcasts, we wouldn't even think about that. We'd be like, y'all get what y'all get. We talk about tacos, which maybe I could do that. I mean, you did cut out the 12 minute. I did cut it out because we're trying to be more. I had a meeting with someone and there were, it says Chevalier Review. And he was like, y'all got an attention about Beyonce. And I was like, yeah, we do that. So, and Delaney and I have been workshopping Classically Black. So we were like, let's see how we do with tangents. So far, so bad. Three minutes and nothing. Okay, so. but this is about Classically Black. The 12-minute <laughs> tangent we cut out last week was about capybaras. So. <laughs> but you can, you can, if you enjoy our bouts of randomness, you can listen to those tangents. Where are we putting them? Where are we putting them? Did we say Patreon? Well, there are there are going to be extra things on Patreon, but the tangents we haven't. Oh, we discussed putting them somewhere else, but yeah. Oh my bad, my bad, y'all. <laughs> you'll find out. But regardless, you should be on t- Patreon. So yeah, join the Ebony Tower. Period. Um. Okay. So we're also part of our slimming down of classically black, trying to, you know not clutter up the news there was one news story and i can't remember I'm, i know that i got the link from twitter but it was one of those stories like you know when people who do not normally cover music cover music and so like you read it and the way it's written it's like something is missing here like i don't understand mm-hmm. what you're trying to say mm-hmm. because you're kind of writing about a subject that i i know that you don't know about mm-hmm. and that's what i got from that article it was like about it was about a free speech dispute at a college over like a music prize and one of the one of the professors had something to say about it and was I guess given a written warning or something like that for what he had to say and I was like this is fishy because what did he have to say you know what I mean like that's how I felt about it and I was like y'all getting real vague this exact same thing happened when that whole music theory <clears throat> thing that we covered 
um when that one teacher was basically saying like like he he wrote up this whole thing <clears throat> about that professor who um wrote the music theory in the white white racial frame and then he went on his podcast this like conservative podcast the one who was like against um all the quote-unquote wokeness and music theory it went on this conservative podcast and like explained it in this super disingenuous way because the guy who he was talking about knows nothing about music theory i mean the guy who was talking to knew nothing about music theory and that's what this article gave so long story short i was like i'm a i'm a i'm, I'm gonna leave that alone at least the the details of it but if something comes out um we'll talk about it other things going on um the sphinx virtuosi is going on tour this fall starting on september 29th it's so, a hefty tour like mm, it's giving renaissance y'all stopping okay. places <laughs> all right everybody on mute Three, everybody on mute i mean luckily for you you're doing classical music so everybody will be on mute right got the whole time it's uh definitely in between movements so gotcha. so um if you're in any of these cities we'll link where they're going they're gonna be in syracuse iowa city um philly st paul new york city um a lot of different places um including carnegie hall so um i will link their schedule so that y'all can go see them have you ever seen them mm-hmm yeah, I might either. go if they come. Are they coming? <laughs> They're not coming to Memphis. I looked at it briefly. <laughs> not, 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 are they even coming to LA? Oh, they. I thought they go in. where they have they have contacts. And I, I'm like, why wouldn't they have contacts in LA? I wonder. Yeah. I mean, well, it says more tour dates announced soon for spring, so maybe they'll come to LA then. Hmm. We'll see. Um. Yeah, in addition to that, um, Sphinx Connect um is happening in January twenty twenty four, January twenty fifth to the twenty seventh. Classically black. We Katie, probably gonna pull through. Yeah, because you're definitely likely. going, right? Yeah, yeah. Katie's going. We're gonna. We're gonna. We'll be there. We'll be there. We're not doing a show, but we'll be there. So, so our first, because neither of us went last year. Mm-mm. Um, and then it was virtual. We went both the two years before that, but it was virtual. Mm-hmm. So, so be a little return to the D. Yeah. Um. So, if you want a a Six Connect fellowship where they <laughs> offer you assistance, um, for that Friday, September fifth. Financial assistance, by the way. Um, uh, Friday, September 15th is the deadline um, to apply for that. Um, and last but not least, speaking of applying for things, uh, Sphinx Lead, which is um, their program for um, leaders in arts administration, um, as well as the Sphinx Venture Fund, um, which... Uh, they give grants uh, to nonprofits or people with, I believe they, they also include organizations with, um, what do you call that? Fiscal sponsorship, um, mm-hmm. in Sphinx, uh, venture fund. Both of those uh, deadlines are October 23rd, 2023. So get you some money or some education. Period. Period. <laughs> All right, time for intermission. Yeah. Okay, so the intermission is basically what is one thing that you are happy as a black musician or black person um, that you had to go through that you are happy younger black musicians or musicians coming after you in any capacity don't have to deal with. And where I got this idea from was, um, I remember talking to my soror, my sorority sister a couple of years ago when she was talking about, like she had moved from New York to Rochester back in the nineties. And she was saying how like, it wasn't 
cool to be um Jamaican back then because like it, it wasn't cool to be different like she would get made fun of it I remember my mom talking about like getting made fun of her for her accent when she was when she immigrated here um in the 80s as well and I saw a TikTok of this girl like um and she was talking about how like she was asking her daughter like what does she want to do for her birthday and she was like oh like can they come to our house and I want you to make takpoki and like whatever whatever and she was like talking about like how excited she was because you know when she was growing up Korean she would be like her mama want to pack her like topoki or bibimbap and she would be like girl just make me a sandwich knowing that she ain't yeah. like the sandwich but just did not want to answer yeah at school and I remember like even like going when I was in middle school I don't know if we had turned when I was in middle school Sean Paul was like a huge artist like you couldn't go nowhere without hearing temperature at all like it's in your thoughts it's it's at church like you could not go okay maybe not but okay and I remember, but even then, like, I remember one time my former friend, she, like, brought, like, a bulla sandwich. And bulla is, like, a Jamaican, I don't I don't want to say pastry because, like, that's a little, it's not that sweet. But it's, like, a, a round bread made with, like, coconut. Uh, uh, and she would put, like, cheese in the middle of it. And she brought it to school. I'm like, girl, you, I always be like, girl, you brave. Like, you mean a bulla at school? Like, I, I remember saying that to her. I'm like, I would not, I would not I'm, like, I'm just going to eat my little freaking cheese dunkers or whatever they was feeding us in chocolate milk. Um, and it's just not like that. I remember like, like now it was just, you know, it's, we are the world, everybody leaning into their own cultures. Like there's definitely been a change. I'm curious. I feel like society does exist on a, on a pendulum. So I'm curious to be like what the what swing to the other side would be. Cause you'd be on TikTok, like you'd be seeing this, this school in Maryland, I believe like they have cultural day. They do an African, all the African countries, they do their dances. You got all the, all the countries in South America, they doing their dances on the cultural day. And people in the comments are like, this did not exist when I was in school. And so that's something that, um, I thought was really exciting. And I thought we could bring it to the classical music side and talk about like, there has definitely been a shift from when I entered like quote unquote formal, uh, classical music, like, um, when I was 18, when I matriculated into ISU versus now and what that looks like. And I thought we could talk about like, what are you happy something that you don't, that people no longer have to go through that you had to do. That's so interesting. Cause I always saw like people, like individuals, students experiences with like being bullied for their culture and all that type of stuff as separate from like just having like a cultural day or like whatever, like that the school mm. will put on. I never really thought about them similarly because I've heard that a million times about people like, oh, I can't bring my, my food here because people are going to be making fun of how it smells, how it looks, all yeah. that type of stuff. I can't. Not a lot of people brought their own lunch when I was in like middle school and stuff like that, so I can't mm. really remember. Um, yeah, I know for sure we had like... lunch, like ever. Hmm. I had... um. At the school that I went to, like the all black school that I went to, we had uh, like a day where every there was like a booth. I mean, everybody was black. There were some people who were Jamaican or like whatever, which I actually did not even realize until later on. The mm-hmm. the most different thing, because I mean, we all wore uniforms. We all ate the same lunch, so like it was. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I just didn't really realize that. Um, we had the thing where like every, there was like a different booth, and then they would bring something from every country and I also had a, a project cool. where everybody would have to pick a country my country was Colombia and that's how my family started eating plantain because of <laughs> I had oh Colombia in the third grade and so I had to bring we had to bring something to class and I was like okay this is something that they eat and so then that's how mm-hmm. we tried it um so now I mean ever since then we eat it every now and then but um I have to say your mom be going and buying plantain that's okay hold on Happy now and then, yes, she do. Um, dang, but that's yeah, but that's actually crazy to me. Like, I think the only the furthest thing we've also had was Kwanzaa. We celebrated Kwanzaa every year in school. Mm-hmm. Um, and because one girl and her family celebrated Kwanzaa, and then they would have her parents come in and do the cool, call the Kwanzaa thing every year. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, that's the proud family. Uh huh. I said like that episode of the proud family, right? I mean, the, the kids, the kids are going to be okay. They have it. I'm not saying they have it easier. Like the planet's dying. Everything's expensive. Whoa. Like, 
<laughs> like, I don't think Gen Alpha has it easier, but yeah, I think. But also, I can't. You know, I've been. I told you, I've been having a crisis because I didn't even realize the. Uh, this is gonna sound crazy. I did not realize the extent to which we were minority. So, like, I. <laughs> like, I know that sounds crazy, but like, I forgot what this girl on Twitter. She was like. Whatever song, oh, Sexy Red just broke into Spotify's like top 100. And it's just like, we all been listening to, this to you, Sexy Red. Like, we all been, what do you mean just now? We are a minority. Like, I know that obviously, like this whole podcast, but it's just, so hopefully it seemed from where I'm sitting, the kid's going to be all right. But mm-hmm. I don't know, I can't, I can't zooming out. I don't know what that's like to zoom out. I don't know how the kids are doing in New Hampshire. On, on cultural day. like I don't know what's going on over there you know but anyway um <clears throat> oh yeah I guess mine will have to be kind of specific because I don't like I'm trying to sound like whatever but I'm 24 so like I feel like I'm still not that far removed mm. you know but um I mean one thing that I, I thought about was that the fact that um, Eastman has such a active black students union, mm-hmm. which didn't have when either of us first got there. Yeah. Um, which was something that, you know, we left four people who, um, we left four people who came behind us and thank God it hasn't like fizzled out or anything. It's actually much better, which mm-hmm. is great that it gets um with time and that people who go there now like do not have to like search and find it and then just be like well there's nothing you know mm-hmm. because that was that was definitely a factor in me choosing schools and that was a sacrifice for me because like I remember I mean I didn't even end up applying to NEC but NEC had I remember they had a union yeah mm-hmm. and I was like maybe and then my teacher went to NEC um my teacher before Eastman um so I, I did consider it but um I really went to go to Eastman so but now y'all don't have to y'all don't have to go through that so period mm-hmm. I'm like I'm stuck between two because there's like there's so much um I think like the primary one is that I think about like no one asked me we talked about this really early on in classically like no one asked me to to like hide parts of myself like no one asked you to do that but it's like when you are one of only there are certain things you do to make your to make it easier for yourself so like when I feel like when I was at ISU like I wasn't really trying to do too much on the reggae like I wasn't trying to do too much on the gospel like I was really just trying to like Oh, we listen to Smashing Pumpkins. Like, I mean, I wasn't doing all that. Like, you and Smashing Pumpkins. I can I when in the moment I can't think of another thing like the Squawking Penguins. I don't That's know. your other one. But <laughs> like, I wasn't really trying to like. I had great friends at ISU. At um, a few of which I still speak to actively. Um, but I don't know. Just I just was just trying to get through, you know. And I feel like when I forgot like where okay I was at a party like when I first got to Memphis maybe like in 2020 it had to be 2021 and um there was like the the, there's a Colombian pianist and then there was like a Venezuelan violinist and they just they just started playing you know they stuff and I was like I love this like this this would not have been the case 10 years ago like you kind of just like took parts of yourself away and that's why like when I'm even at rehearsals and stuff like that rehearsal about to get started up again you know and it's just like there's I don't have I don't find myself tucking myself away as much like I'm just gonna be who I am I don't know that artists don't ask me you know like do you know Kirk Franklin do you know Sexy Red like what song are we all muting on like I want you to answer those questions for me and I just I think it's just like a a better people are more there's a more what I'm trying to say it's just more conducive to being yourself and I hope that there I know that that might not be every black class musician's experience depending on where you are but 
yeah and then also i think like we still have a lot of work to do with black composers but i i like how it's it's become less and less about is the music good and more like did you find it like there it and it's out there and i just i remember like when i was planning my uh when i was planning my recital i was like so i'm definitely gonna play black composer and my teacher was like yeah you definitely should but and but what irritated me about that was like why why should i definitely should there's mad violas in, in the studio mm-hmm. like everyone definitely should especially like when we talk about someone like hail so he has lots of viola rap um across ability so um i like that it's just more to the forefront like i'm preparing my little sopa stuff or whatever and uh Cole Taylor's on there like it's just that's how it is period i think there was another audition i took back in august that dragged me by my edges and not august why am i lying april and there was a black composer on that list it's just like starting to become more normalized the kids gen alpha probably will have lists that are way more inclusive unless it goes backwards which let's hope not because you know autumn positions have been gotten rid of you know people are talking about like there's no more dei or whatever desantis got going on he's trying to make one big old florida so we'll see but until then we we move period we move <clears throat> sorry y'all. i don't know what's going on my i don't know god trying to send us a sign yeah we, y'all gonna have some shorter episodes i don't know i mean we're doing good well, i mean there's still plenty of time to not do good right so but you know what it probably will be cut short because i'm the one talking about this so um okay so a little while ago actually over a year ago oh my gosh 6 12 um 2022 i i don't know what got me on this i don't know i don't know what got me on this uh on this topic but i tweeted this is a safe space have you ever dropped an instrument and it's a poll the first um because i think this distinction matters and i actually was very surprised at the results which i guess we will save um so one of the options was yes with no case yes in a soft case yes in a hard case or no um and i was not expecting this poll (laughs) to get to the I mean, number that it did. I got 9,620 votes. Um, The girls have been holding that in. Okay. Right. (laughs) They they needed an outlet. 94 quote tweets and I think like over over 200 replies that I can see. So not from private accounts. Um, And yeah, we thought we would talk about some of these crazy instrument stories. And... um, and talk about our how we care about our instruments and how perfect we are so um basically what i also put all this stuff on instagram and my instagram has a highlight that has all of these i'll link like the original tweet too but it has a highlight with like some of my uh some of the most ridiculous ones so i'm a i'll, I'll start there okay and these are people who like, you know, said their stuff. And I also, I also asked Instagram. Okay. And I also included in this music equipment. So like, if you dropped a microphone, cause like some singers was like, well, I can't drop my vocal cord. Like, okay. Yeah. I want to be included so bad. The freaking, no, the pianists were the most annoying. And it's just like, okay, we get it. You can't pick up your instrument. Like. Like what? Like what? What you want us to do with that? Like, like what? Like what you? What? Okay, here go the mic. You got the center stage. Right. Here's the attention you need. Like, and <laughs> bows do count for string players. Oh, bows count. <laughs> <laughs> they count for like half a point. Cause I'm a little clumsy. If my clumsiness goes away with my viola hand. Knock on wood. But like, sometimes I'll be like Katie. I literally said it out loud. I'll be like Katie. What was that? That was one thing that like I am. <laughs> I'm not like trip clumsy, but I am 
definitely dropping and knocking stuff over clumsy like it's to the point where i piss my own self off um but one thing like i think my teacher just drilled it into me like to never put your ball in the sand and i my ball in the sand right now <laughs> i never put my ball in the sand ever in it I will I will ask somebody to hold it before. I remember somebody I asked somebody to hold it and they put it on the stand. I took it. I was like, no, hold it. <laughs> I'm not putting it on the stand because now you go like this. Now my ball across the room. Um, but it's also easier for us because you can put the bowl in the string and like, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So someone said, not me, but my friend fell down a full flight of stairs on her back <gasps> with her violin case <laughs> between her and the stairs. <laughs> that's actually so freaking I mean I don't know I mean I don't know I guess it depends on what kind of what kind of case you got like you got one of them BAM cases like I mean you got a BAM case okay? you could throw it off the Empire State Building right so it's like is your spine okay maybe not but that violin yeah. is fine <laughs> I remember like when I was buying my case dude was trying to sell me on the oh my god you gotta get a BAM da 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 whatever case may be I'd be like I'm not planning on skydiving with my viola. Like, I just need it to stay dry. You know? Like, remember that one BAM cool. case that has, like, a compartment for everything? Do you remember when they came out with that? It has, like, a laptop thing and a water bottle thing and a whatever, like, all this type of stuff. I'm like, first of all, you are going to be bent back like a greater than sign with all that <laughs> like, stuff on your well, back. I don't not want all that on my back. <laughs> That's heavy. Like, nah, your, your spine okay? Like, Oh, this clarinetist told me, like, I was looking at her case. I'm like, because she was like, oh, I got three uh, clarinets in here. And I was like, how heavy is that? 20 pounds. I said, oh, Jesus, not me. I I don't understand. I I don't understand. I don't understand. That's why I don't understand bases that, like, be taking pride in the fact that they don't take an elevator everywhere. Anytime there is an option to take an elevator, I'm going to take it. Like, is that like a... Is that a thing? Like they'd be like, "Oh, I did it." I'm like, "Okay." For annoying people, yeah. I remember one time I was there with a bassist that we both know, and it was um, it was at that place that we used to teach, and well, this could be two potential people. So um, whatever. Um, and I was like, "Oh, it's elevator right here," and they was like, "Oh, I'm gonna take the stair." I'm like, "Okay, so when your shoulder is falling off the bone at 35 and you can't play no more." because you yeah, god bless you you're right like like it's not unbearable but like when you have extra stuff in your case and you can carry so much extra stuff in your case you got your bone your bow case you got all your music i was bad at that i kept so much extra music in my case like way mm-hmm. more than like i just never took stuff out so um yeah it can be heavy you got a backpack on you might have a purse you might have like all this type of stuff um, i just want to stand bass players I, i'm so sorry I have to have a base in every location. <laughs> okay, a not base the base in every. <laughs> like me, not the concept of the base, but me in relation to a base. Like it's, I just can't get it to the lifestyle. Like I, I like, wow, y'all are amazing people. Yeah, I need a base at home. I need a base at the venue. I need a base. I don't know. Like, <gasps> it's like I could see that, but also it's in, like I used to have because I took the bus to school in high school, oh and I used God. to have to use a ba- uh, a base there but i hated that because of um we had to do playing tests and we did playing tests in front of everybody that's my type that. of carrying on those are pun- those are punishments though like, i used to use them public as humiliation because i mean I, because when you playing around everything's funny ha 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 all right let's play play from a to three after b what i don't care and if you think like oh katie so me 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 nah don't play with me you wasting my time it's a joke orchestra ha 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 elective okay then what's the problem what's the problem then play yeah and it was embarrassed mad embarrassed i'm like imagine you cutting up in my class you can't even play that's crazy i'm here to help you You don't want me to help you okay it's a joke now i'm laughing you laughing great (laughs) like no (laughs) yeah no don't that was oh you just brought me back you just brought me back (laughs) and that's why that girl had me she's like my mom was like well how i got a dean orchestra i'm like tell your mom Tell her you be acting a plum fool in here. And I don't got time, and I'm not going. I'm, what am I going to do? I don't want to get paid enough to corral y'all. So, what a time! Uh, don't yeah. play with me. What a time indeed. I probably got seven voodoo dolls from that first period class. Whatever case may be, I don't care. 
But the rest of my classes were angels. I never had to do that for the rest of my classes. Anyway, what are you saying? Um, okay. <laughs> okay, so this next person said, I dropped my my own horn when I tripped getting up some stairs to get on stage at the Queen Elizabeth Hall. My horn tumbled across the stage and the whole audience <laughs> gasped. It was okay. Definitely banged up, but I still played the gig. Imagine, oh my god, your horn goes swing across the stage. That's correct. No, actually, you gotta gonna, please stop. You gotta get up this. and then and, and go get it. <gasps> I would turn, I would be like, keep it. <laughs> and I think about this constantly because Viola sit on the outside in Memphis. I'm literally never relaxed. I'm never relaxed. Like, especially like I almost tripped standing up one time because my feet were, it's a lot. I don't, I'm not clear my name. It's fine. Um, if I drop my, I can't even finish the sentence. <gasps> it's staying there. I'm walking off stage. Somebody pick it up. Somebody come run after me. I don't know. Roll the crop. That's crazy. Horns can roll. I guess that one did. <laughs> Jesus. This is a, um, a pretty common one. Grabbed my instrument in his case, but the zipper wasn't zipped. So it tumbled onto the asphalt. And that was the last thing it did. Asphalt? Okay. Asphalt? Okay. No. <laughs> this is crazy. Okay. Stumbled and put the full force of my entire body down quickly to keep it from falling over. Completely pancaking a marching French horn in the process. Also had a vintage Hammond organ fall over on its face in my moving truck. First of all, not pancaking the horn. What would that even look like? I've never seen a horn flat. I would have kept it. You can't. What you gonna do? They gonna do blow it back up? Right. You might. It's as well. like you know when you um for the souvenirs you can put a penny in it and then he <laughs> <laughs> flattens out the penny. He should have framed it after he pancaked it. Right. That's cr- and an organ. I feel like okay. I'm not trying to be rude, but that's two instruments. Like I don't know, babe. Maybe you should try a dance or something. You know what? And it's so funny that you say that because this is the one I was telling you about the other day. This so this there's one person who I was like, you need to just be a vocalist. Okay, this is all the same person. They responded three times, <laughs> saying, "At interlocking, my saxophone fell off the table under Kresge, which is like the auditorium there. Five minutes before the first concert, my freshman year of undergrad, I sat on my oboe and broke the joints. You sat on the oboe. How um, do you sit on the oboe?" Let me, shut up. Week, let me shut up let me shut up let me shut up because i don't want that energy in my life last week i put my alto sax case on a rocking chair on my balcony because i needed to see if it fit in the suitcase i had in the outside closet and my skis fell out the closet onto the chair rocking it forward and sending the case onto the floor first day of sixth grade band i took my clarinet mouthpiece out to practice blowing and i dropped that shit I was so embarrassed walking into practice with a shattered mouthpiece talking about I already played through all the essential elements one and two. <laughs> yeah, you played through it so hard, your mouthpiece <laughs> flat. I was like, okay, all of that type of stuff. I was like, bro. One person went to push over a double bass and gave it a hole in the side. I was like, okay, big sound. Very. Right. Everybody else got two FOs. You got three. Period. Go <laughs> <laughs> on, enhancement. Um, this is one of my favorite ones. I hit a bassoon with a ceiling fan. I didn't realize it was on and forgot. That's how, crazy. How tall that... bassoons are. <laughs> and broke the tenon off. Oh, what happened to your fan? I'll be more afraid of that because now it's a projectile. Right. So now you beheaded and but no bassoon. I feel like that also would be like that would be so scary because that's like one of those things like of course when you drop something it's like oh my god but imagine you just stand up and then you just hear pop 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 like <laughs> I feel like that would be like on a dumb ways to die episode Dang. they still I mean they're t- um, I feel like me personally I couldn't play bassoon again well, you don't got a bassoon no more. Right. So you got three quarters of a bassoon. 
So there we go. Problem solved. Well, not really. Piccolo bazoon. Right. Someone said, and this is worse. Someone said, never my own, but I once knocked a stand into a section member's 80 to 90k loner base. So it wasn't even, wasn't your base, it wasn't theirs. I would rather hit my own instrument than somebody else's. I would, that's what I'm about to say. I, like, I would rather, like, oh my God, I just got sick. Somebody else's stuff. Mm mm. Mm-mm. and like to think how careful I am with my own instrument but if somebody else first of all I'm not even like especially not okay like I mean I would like, obviously I I know how to carry instrument care for an instrument because you remember that time when we was with, you met that one person they was like watch they had the instrument sitting down they were like watch it like we see and I every time I remember that like I can't wait. Not mine. I'm gonna say that. that's gonna disappear off the internet. <laughs> it's gonna have to because that was correct. That was insane. Yeah. I'm gonna stand into somebody's bed. Oh my gosh. I probably yeah. I feel like I wouldn't even turn around. I would just keep walking <laughs> and go home and never come like. home. <laughs> and it's a shame we on uh, this, but I I like I said I would link this thing because there are some pictures. Um, like the person that dropped a bassoon on ceramic tile and they're the bassoon is cracked up like that that one is on my instagram highlight so um y'all will be able to see that one i'm wondering like do we react to instruments like stuff happening to instruments because there's something like so almost this is a little dramatic but almost gut-wrenching about seeing an instrument being harmed is that because we're musicians and i wonder what other people think like if if you saw a violin fall 10 feet to the ground would would someone from the public care you know like that's what i want because i i literally i'm trying to remember where it was it wasn't my student but it was like i saw like, like they dropped their violin to the ground and i was like I, I feel bad because they're kids. I was getting mad. I'm like, it's not a toy. It's not a football. Like, you know, like, because, like, why did that happen? And I know kids, like, they, but, nah. If you, nah. Because I feel like if you, if there's enough time taken to teach kids, like, they, to, to care for an instrument, they will do it. That's why when we started at that one place, and I'm like, what is all this hooping and holleration going on in here? You know what I'm saying? Like, because I have I have babies now that they they don't be picking up by the bridge they don't be swirling it around like they know we open it on a table or a chair it goes underneath our arm like they know all that stuff so and so that's why also like anything that happens with their instruments I'm just like okay like it's okay because I, I yeah because I know that like they're not being reckless like something genuinely happened but it's just I'm wondering like what the general public thinks about that like if you saw a horn someone dropped their instrument like I feel like if it's not extreme it would be like <laughs> dropping a phone mm. you know oh, that's like, a good comparison yeah because then there are certain things like if somebody dropped their laptop you'd be like oof yeah but I feel like it wouldn't be that maybe if depending on the instrument maybe and, and maybe if they could see damage mm-hmm. but like I don't think people really it's not a, like intuitive how delicate instruments are Mm-hmm. to people yeah because they just yeah um okay this one someone said broke a bit broke a bridge trying to put my base down with one hand and had a chocolate milkshake in the other i was like okay priorities i mean that's not nothing wrong with me right. what you chocolate to do. milkshake was okay period <laughs> go on treat I just feel like he did what had to be done. Huh? They just did what had to be done. Like, but you, so because now, because now what? Now you got chocolate milkshake on your base, right? Think about it. What was the, what happened to the base? I broke the bridge. Mm-hmm. Getting you a new little bridge. Versus, okay. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. 
get a new vi- bridge or have to get your whole junk sanded down, read this, read that, whatever the case may be. Like, now I don't know how much a, a base bridge costs. Villa Bridge, three four hundred dollars. So would you rather get your whole thing re-lacquered and shined and all this other stuff, or would you rather, you know, get a new bridge? Oh, you mean if you spilled the milkshake on the base? Yeah. Because yeah. that's, what, that's why I'm assuming why you was... That's 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 the assumption I'm going to make. Mm-hmm. That it was like, you know... Yeah, that's a good point. Um, Somebody, I mean, somebody sat on a violin. I would be devastated. <laughs> the crunch of... Oh. Especially if I said on my video, that just turned into sawdust. All right. <laughs> nah, poof. <laughs> oh, I'll be so sad. That's my girl, too. Oh, my God. And also, like, I'll be like, now, what's that meme? Now, what the hell we going to do now? Because what am I going <laughs> to like? I just remember I feel- you said that a, one of them bridges is three $400. That thing is, that thing is like a Pringle tri- chip. That's crazy. They really yes, got they us. Be, they really got us. That's crazy. I need a new bridge now because my bridge is in a constant state of being warped. Like it, she just warps. The bridge just warps, and I've gotten it re, like re, whatever, whatever the, the luthier be doing like twice. And I was just like, they was like, you just need to get a new bridge. I'm like, okay, so maybe a new bridge then. Big money, like, or you can fix it. <laughs> or it's just going to be warped until I can actually do it. Right. But I said I was going to do that this year. I really need to get me a whole new bridge. But I've been waiting to do it in Chicago mm-hmm. where I bought it. We have Somebody we tore, victims. tore a, a drum head dropping it on a piano. I was like, okay. Is that a big... How how that work? Because it's... All you gotta do is get a new little piece of. Don't get mad at me, percussionist. But all you gotta do is like. <laughs> Listen, it was it was a calfskin bass drum. See now, listen, y'all wasn't eating meat. You ain't got to worry about oh that. Oh my gosh, Katie. Say the animals. Hashtag plant power. Hashtag Katie makes it vegan only on YouTube. I just feel like you be a fraud. Because <laughs> <laughs> what you mean? You what? You try to act like you 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 freaking Steve Irwin. <laughs> I'm like ninety nine percent vegan. Definitely a hundred percent plant based. I don't eat. Not for not for their sake though. <laughs> I've cared more. I, I've been vegan for seven years. I've cared more about the animals, mm-hmm. but also like the way I was raised. I, my aunt raised a chicken in Jamaica. I watched them. Mm-hmm. I know how Honey, what you do to stop her. No, I was twelve. I'm just 12. kidding. I try to. I know you could care about multiple things at the same time. I think the reason why I don't fit into common vegan culture is the fact that like. Y'all be like, save the animals, and then black people get killed in the street. And you'll be like, well, you should have listened. And I think that's that's or be using the black str- people as an example. Like, see, yeah, well, I don't want to be th- killed. So why would you do it to animals? And it's like, well, the pita the pita babes are off their rockers, and I think that's yeah. why. Like, I like the little part of the internet I carved out. Like, while well, Katie makes it vegan, because it's like, and sometimes people come to my comments like, thank you for thinking of the animals, and I'm just like, yeah, like. Over time, like yeah, I don't feel like I don't need to. I don't need to do that. I don't. But also, like when I go to Christmas, like there's oxtail and, cur- and curry goat and all that stuff on the fridge, on the table, and I'm eating my tofu next to it. Like, I I don't I don't eat it mainly, mainly because like it is it used to mess with my stomach, and I, over time I'll be like, yeah, you know, maybe we shouldn't do that. But anyway, hashtag plant power. Hashtag Katie makes a vegan. Hashtag. Free to guys hashtag Beyonce Renaissance. I understand why you. I don't. What's the problem now, Stink? Whatever, Katie. Okay. <laughs> what? Um. Not this person saying. Just letting my sister ride my acoustic guitar down a flight of stairs like a surfboard count. Yes, it counts. Excuse. Why was you? The, like, okay, never mind. We could go to the next one. Cause we're moving what? on. What? 
So, okay. Not Kawabunga. Kawabunga. <laughs> also, it's like, why did you? Also, Let is crazy. Let is doing a lot of heavy lifting in that right. in that confession. Right. That, that don't even sound fun. If you want to ride down the stairs, you should use. First of all, y'all insurance must be very, very sturdy. Secondly, why didn't you? Not the insurance. I'm talking about your health insurance. Cause like when your when your legs end up going through your shoulders, I'm glad you got money to get that sorted out. But also, use use a piece of cardboard like a Home Depot box if you really wanted to slide down the stairs. Why would you be like, ooh, this guitar case that's weirdly shaped and not flat? Not even that guitar ooh. case. Guitar. Oh, I missed that part. Guitar. No case in sight. I don't have nothing to say to that. Actually, I I I don't know what to say to that. That's okay. You should use what's those things? The boogie board, where it's a smaller one. Your viola. Period. First of all, she won't even slide. What's the point? Destruction. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> someone said. Dropped my bass while diving to catch a falling bow. Broke the neck off two hours before an audition. <gasps> and you know what? God was telling him not to take that audition. And he said, listen, by fire or force. It's a blessing. An elaborate one. <laughs> but one nonetheless. This, this one <clears throat> took me down. Someone said when I was 10... I intentionally broke the bridge of my rental violin so I could stop playing it. <laughs> Little did you know that when you brought that broken bridge to the, to the rental shop, they were going to hand you a new violin. <laughs> I love their little minds stink. When you bring it in, they won't even fix it. They won't even, if you're renting a kid's violin, they're not going to fix it. They're going to just give you a new one. So how many times are you going to break it? And also how much, how much does a uh, Caribbean Island how much work is that doing that, bro? You broke your bridge. Caribbean Islands number 18 in essential elements for people who are not educators. But you wanted me to do it. Oh my God, Delaney. <laughs> <laughs> are you citing essential elements? Uh, I feel like. Numbers. I feel okay, like we will yeah. revisit that conversation because I just I, I understand like what you're saying, but I still think it's a cute concept. And there are so many factors that me having experience with music education is not going to be. That's so f- mm-hmm. Come on. Delaney. Nah, we're going to revisit. Okay, Katie. One of the biggest things I've seen when I asked <laughs> this question was that the real villains and people dropping instruments are called are guitar strap manufacturers because i feel like so many people with my guitar strap it came off it came off it came <gasps> off so many people i'm like so what are y'all doing over there y'all tying stuff up y'all just tying it with a little bunny ears bow it seemed like over at over down to the uh guitar shop because nobody guitar staying up they doing they on a uh apple when their phone start I could tell I could tell um a new phone coming out soon because my phone be acting up. That's what they own. Now you gotta come back and get a new strap and a new guitar. This is kind of genius, actually. Write that down. Okay. Someone said, I don't remember ever just dropping one for no reason, but I've missed a catch when an instrument was thrown. What why are instruments being thrown? In my this is a grown man. So I don't I can't even, even think of an instrument that's throwable. A violin. This is a violinist. Throwing a cello like a javelin, that gave that give me a funny visual in my mind. I mean, there's a lot of instruments that are throwable. Violin, viola, flute, clarinet, oboe, horn, trumpet. I, I guess when I think about like throwable, I mean like you know how a ball is meant to move through the air. <clears throat> like if you threw a violin, I feel like it would go like three feet. You know, like versus like if you threw like I guess a, f- a flute, 
maybe because it's so slim. But I, I, like, you know, I don't know. I mean, we could test it. You seen okay. um that video of what's the name? Sam? No. When they threw the viola? <laughs> no. You don't? It was like a skit, and he was like, toss me my viola. And then he <laughs> tossed the viola from intersection, and it landed. You never seen this? No. Is it on it, Blue Sky? It was my first... My first time seeing it was with was this picture. I I mean, was this tweet, and I posted it <clears> on. It's in the replies of this tweet. I posted it on my Instagram story too, because of how freaking ridiculous it is. And then it was sitting there all like torn up, and he was like, "Oh, this is gonna distract you guys, right? Like it's fine." And he kicks it off the stage, <laughs> like slides <laughs> it off the stage. I was like, "This is ridiculous." See, I feel like we could do like a video on like which which instrument goes the farthest. Oh, if we did like a football player, but I will feel I will feel yeah. bad because knowing that like somebody could use that instrument, yeah. I think that's where I wouldn't want to do it. Yeah, because that's how how it was like. If you already know somebody, somebody, yeah. Um, there's a a video of Francois Robert throwing a bass out like of like several story window. It's just like what? Yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to get all like. Maybe if there were instruments that weren't playable, like I have yeah. a viola in Evanston that is not playable. Like we could use that. Yeah, like if, like I don't think it stays in tune. I had I bought it. I forgot why I even have that issue. Why well, I, I I know why actually now that I remember, but I'm not gonna say why. But it doesn't stay in tune. Like the you. So, I mean, I guess, like, you could play it. So, yeah, maybe we're not doing it. Because I guess you could play something. Okay, we can do one more. And if y'all want to read all of them, you can. It will be linked in the description. This person says, I ran over my flute with my car in 1982. What? No. No. What? Fortunately, it had a very thick leather outer case lined with thick foam and inside that the normal case it was barely damaged and completely healed in the hands of an amazing technician what a horrifying experience though how why your flute on the ground behind the wheel of a car yeah like walk me through that yeah real slow too oh and you know what and they did because somebody was like walk me through that (laughs) oh Oh, so it's a good thing. It's so funny because if my eyes landed right on that right when we was about to uh um wrap up, because somebody somebody replied to this person and said a flute player in my chamber group I played in drove off with her flute case on the top of her car. Uh, One time my mom did that with um with her phone, <laughs> flew off actually twice that I that I was in the car once on the freeway, so it was gone. Oh shoot! Oh, um, she lost it. Yeah. You know the, what was funny. Okay. Oh, the first time it was on the street, so she could. It was kind of scary because it was early in the morning, so it was kind of dark. But she was able to get it. Mm-hmm. But the the freeway one, it flew off. <laughs> I like <clears throat> me and Monica were going somewhere, and Monica lives like three minutes from a gas station, and the gas station is next to the highway. So I have I have music playing, <clears throat> and I picked up Monica, and I was like I went to get gas and I put my phone on my windshield and I was pumping my gas and I pulled it off but for whatever reason I forgot why I had to stop at another gas station I don't remember why and I'm looking for my phone like cause I'm trying to turn my car I'm like where's my phone at da, da, da. and I was like Monica why was it on my windshield like and I was, we was just about to get on the highway my phone would have been it would have been done for it would have been gone but I saw it and I was like oh so I literally drove around for like 10 minutes so maybe I forgot what I was doing. Maybe I was getting air. Oh, I think my tire was flat. And <clears throat> I went to get fix a flat. And then I drove, but I needed gas too. And I drove to the next gas station to make sure that everything's good. Because we about to go see my mom in Wisconsin. So I wanted to make sure everything was good with the fixed flat. It took the took to the tire well before I got on the highway. If we didn't stop, Man. that would have been it. But it was on the, it was on the windshield, just chilling. Dang. This guy said... I, I had set it on the rear of the car next to the trunk while I was doing something else and getting ready to leave. Obviously distracted. I backed up and immediately felt a crunch. My foot oh fallen <laughs> into the path of the left rear wheel. But it's still here. 
that's amazing because you're a bunch of carways. Like, like if you really think about it, like we use cars all the time. You know how much it weigh though? Like tons. That is crazy. Yeah. Like two thousand pounds plus on your little flute, on your little on your little footy flute. That's crazy, girl. Running over. Wow. What a thing to end on. Mm-hmm. We should ask y'all on IG if y'all have any instrument stories. So be on the lookout for that. Right. Cause maybe we can add those to ours. Maybe we'll get some overlap. I don't know. Maybe maybe y'all have dropped some things. Uh maybe y'all have dropped some things before. Um or, or since then rather. Oh, and I just I said, first of all, we gotta do ours before we go and I'll do the the ending poll results. So have you ever dropped instrument? Um <clears throat> I'm not gonna wait. No, I haven't. I have never dropped my viola. Now I'm trying to think of a different instrument. Mm. No, right, multi bow. I have dropped. I feel like I dropped my bow recently. I might have dropped my bow with Splato. Mm. Maybe I don't remember, but I have dropped it within the past like six months. But I can't remember how it happened. It happens very rarely. Knock on wood again, because <laughs> um, I just try to because I'm because I'm so clumsy. Like people in my life know that I'm clumsy. I can think of one recent one where I was with Aurora and Tyler. Um, people know I'm I'm very clumsy. Like just by nature, like I just be f- farting around. So I try to be hyper aware of that when I have my viola in my hand because <laughs> what I'm finna do. <laughs> this is like my. I would make my money, you know what I'm saying? Um, what about you? I've I've never dropped a base. <laughs> I've never dropped. I feel a, dropping a base is so weird to me because it's already on the ground. Well, sometimes you gotta carry it. Um, I've never dropped a base. I've never dropped a bow either. I now I have left my bow somewhere. <laughs> um, but I was like 12, so I have dropped the one instrument I've dropped. A contrabassoon. It was in a hard case. I tried. I picked it up, and I lost my balance. Um, so, yeah, because they're heavy. Yeah, they look. I was like, y'all need some wheels on this. Like, why am I carrying a contrabassoon? Mm. It was like, um, okay. And then last but not least, the oh, but I dropped my case. Does that count? With the viola mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I remember. <laughs> That's I, that's one of the things. I yes, with no case and a soft case and a hard oh, case. I, didn't, I was no. looking at the thing. Cause I just thought about oh that happens kind of a lot. Not a lot, but it happens okay. at least like once a year. I'm trying to think. Did it happen that last year? One time it was devastating. One time it fell because like my strap came off, mm-hmm. so like it fell backwards onto the ground. Um, and then one time I was waiting for a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I did. I knocked my case over. And Mr. Taylor was walking up to the door. He was like, dang, so how you really feel about Viola? So, yeah. I was thinking about, like, vid Viola in my hand, have I dropped it? No. Mm. But one time, that time with Mr. Taylor, I knocked it over, and then the other times was just not my fault. Like, if, if my, my strap literally came off. All right, y'all. It's time for Black Excellence, where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props, because there's room for everyone at the top. Who are you talking about, Delaney? Well, this week I am talking about Douglas Map. Um, Douglas Map is a freelance uh, bassist in the Philadelphia area. He is currently principal bassist of the Reading, Pennsylvania Symphony, the Kennett Symphony, and Opera Delaware, as well as assistant principal bassist of the Delaware Symphony. Um, he also subs with the Philly Pops, Harrisburg Symphony, and the Pennsylvania Ballet. So he is busy. Um, he has also performed at the Mann Center for the Performing Arts and the Saratoga Performing Arts Center as um, a substitute basis with the Philadelphia Orchestra. Um, and he has also performed all throughout Europe in that position. Um, he's an active chamber musician. Hey, 
Um, he's performed, recorded, and toured with multiple ensembles, including the Orchestra of the SEM, Orchestra 2001, Network for New Music, Mendelssohn String Quartet, the Chamber Orchestra of Philadelphia, and the Harlem Chamber Players. He is also a jazz musician um, and has performed with a wide variety of artists, um, including, not including, um, <laughs> James Moody, uh, Vic Damone, uh, Jimmy Bruno, um, and Ray Charles, period. He performs a wide variety of music, so in, in addition to classical and jazz, he also performs on Broadway um, with popular um, music entertainers such as Earth, Wind & Fire, The Pointer Sisters, Donnie McClurkin, period. Donnie McClurkin! Yeah! <laughs> um, Elton John, Patti LaBelle. Um, he also performed on um, Hello, Dolly, The Wiz, West Side Story, Chicago, all types of different stuff. Um, he's a professor of jazz studies at Ro- at Rowan University. Um, and he also has served on the faculties of the University of Delaware, the Community College of Philadelphia, the College of New Jersey, um, University of the Arts, uh, and Millersville University. He's had many a successful student um, who have gone on to study at Juilliard School, Curtis, um, Manhattan School of Music, Peabody, Temple, Rutgers, Berkeley, all different types of things. He was, um, he's the past president of the International Society of Bassists, and he chaired the 2015 ISB convention in, um, that was held in Colorado. So, don't know how he's doing all of this, because I get two tasks, and I'll be like, I'm so overwhelmed. <laughs> so... Y'all be sitting around doing nothing. So it's so crazy because we both be saying that, but it's like we don't. But then I be like, it be feeling like I. It feel like do. I do nothing. Like I be on my phone like twenty one hours a day. Like it's crazy. Like I feel like, and you know what sucks about that? Like the other day, I was like, I practiced. I think I think I did like four hours, and I was like, and then I I went to my bed, and I read my little book, and I was like, I feel good today, and I was like, wait, girl, you didn't even do nothing, and it's like. Because I only did viola, like I'm supposed to be doing like content, I'm supposed to be writing, I'm supposed to be doing, and it's like that sucks. That sucks, you know. Like I don't know. That's why I be like, I feel like, and that, it's a it's a cycle because I feel like I'm doing nothing, so let's add more. And then when you overwhelm, you like, I thought she was doing nothing, and then I feel like I'm doing nothing, and I add more. It's crazy because right. there's no like it's crazy. That's <clears throat> actually dang. Yeah, you're right. Cause I got something. I'll be looking. I'll be thinking about like how I'm gonna get all this stuff done. No, but because for real. But then you take done. another meeting, right? <laughs> right. That'll help. You know, I thought for about us I to be like, you know, it would be cute. Uh, we uh good like you know what's hilarious about that phrase like you you say like itch and twitch when I said that phrase and now you be saying because it. it would be cute because it would be cute right. <laughs> But see, what it also, you know, we should switch it out. No, we shouldn't, because then we trying to speak life. But um, you, 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 been, I feel like better at that than me. I be, I be back I and forth. Something. I need to be something. I, I'm, I've been back and forth, and now I'm like, I think when Annie did that video, she was like, I've never called myself broke. That was really like a, oh shoot, you know. Yeah, I need to put my foot down on that because I'm about to say I instead my, of I put my foot down. You know, it would be cute. We'll be like, you know, it would be exhausting, but like, <laughs> <laughs> because it, it, it's true. But like, also like, I don't know. Yeah, especially like I be thinking about, and then stuff like some stuff, like the in September, like probably should like regroup on ISBM. Like it's been a couple months since we met as a board. I I remember that in the shower this morning. Like, that's why like when we think about like new projects, I'll be like, if when this blow up, can you handle? And my answer really be, we'll see when we get there. So, no, we will. It's like hard because stuff life, and then if you can't have manageable growth, that'll kill your thing. Dang, I'm thinking about that for a lot of stuff. But we do what we move. We we do. We do. That's one thing we will do. One thing we will do is move. Like we gonna we gonna fill a little application out. We gonna do a little pitch deck. Like that's one thing about it. (laughs) Like we'll figure it out later. Cause you know what, 
if Issa Rae could do it, our president, then so can we. Right. Anyway, my piece of the week is two songs for alto and viola by Johannes Brahms. Oh, and heard of him? Huh? So yeah, I heard of him. Yeah, he he got four symphonies, some more stuff. Um, shout out to Brahms and them. And yeah, thank you so much for listening to Classically Black Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classically Black Podcast. If you have a piece of the week suggestion, a black excellence suggestion, or an intermission suggestion, send it to Classically Black Podcast at gmail.com we should i was i stuttered because i was like we should do like a new suggestion because i want the mess like what's tea with y'all like what's it going be anonymous on if y'all want like it could, we got to figure out how to do that like an anonymous box because i want to hear like who's sleeping with who in the orchestra like who got mad at who down to the pta meeting like but like if you live in you know what i'm saying sonoma california like it's not gonna make mainstream news i want to hear about you know who beefing which parents beefing who got to swinging like i we i want to know i should put this at the beginning of the episode because people be dropping off but like my life is uh this viola and my youtube channel and i like it for it to be more i want i i my life is kind of boring i mean i'm grateful for everything i'm doing but like what's mess like what's tea like what y'all arguing about in the streets i want to know when some of that mess finds you firsthand you know what that's true that's why look at wendy williams that was crazy she did all them years tearing people down and now look so never mind send it anyway and i'll talk to my god about it but send it anyway and then case by case um if you're black on isbm it's free isblackmusicians.com isblackmusicians on social media join the ebony tower patreon.com slash classically black podcast thank you for listening or whatever and we will catch y'all next week bye y'all bye